Hi, this is Ramiro. And this is Amy. And welcome to Phonaholics Anonymous, uh, a weekly uh, podcast to provide tips, to provide uh, uh, suggestions about ways that you can relate better to technology. And uh, we usually uh, talk about how it went last week, but this week we have a, a, a special guest, actually, a special surprise. What's that surprise, Amy? Well, today we have our guest, AJ Rice. And AJ, why don't you introduce yourself for us all? Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Ramiro. Uh, my name is AJ Rice. I'm the founder of a startup called Prevo Mobile. Uh, and we're making dumb phones designed for kids with a modern user experience and interface. Uh, I'm really excited to, to be with you today and to talk about uh, kids and, and technology and, and how we can better manage those relationships. Nice. And, and AJ, so how, how did you come up with this idea of this product and why kids? Yeah, so uh, a few years ago, I became uh, increasingly troubled by uh, a lot of the business models that are, are financing big tech and specifically our phones. And the results and a lot of the concerns that you have and have voiced on your podcast that, that probably led you to to create this podcast about uh, how so many of the products we use on our phones are designed to be used as much as possible. And growing concerned about this, I thought, well, there's really a lack of alternatives for people who, who don't want to use a smartphone, but want to have a modern user experience and interface. Mm-hmm. So with nothing more than an idea, I quit my full-time job and, and started Prevo Mobile. Uh, and while I had initially, uh, thought of it as, as a problem that affects people of all ages, as I started the business and started talking to more parents, what we very quickly realized is that while, you know, people like the two of you and a lot of us are impacted by these problems, uh, kids are especially vulnerable to, to issues around tech addiction and, and an over-reliance and overuse of technology. And, and really that there was a strong need within that market. So we shifted our focus entirely towards, towards kids uh, and better align our products to make them more suitable for children. Yeah, I see. I see, so basically making like a simple phone, a phone with very little features, design yeah. for kids. Exactly. Yeah. So the, the basic idea is that as a parent, you can keep in touch with your kids, but not give them access to the whole internet and everything that comes with that. And what kind of features does your phone have? So it's literally five features. It's call, text, camera, alarm clock, calendar, and that's it no social media, no games. It's literally not capable of connecting to the internet. Mm-hmm. Music. No, no music. <laughs> That's what I asked Ramiro earlier. I was like, I wonder if it has music because that would be a big one for me. But no, I like that. It's very simple, five features. Um, so what was your full-time job before this? So I've been in enterprise software uh, for most of my career, uh, largely around uh, data and analytics uh, and how big businesses make uh, data-driven decisions. And I've done a mix of product management and business development roles. Uh, 
you know, I guess as part of working in tech and, you know, not specifically the companies I was working for, but some of the companies I was adjacent to, uh, I got to see maybe a little too closely uh, some of the business models and some of the ways that these products are designed and what incentives they have uh, and became really troubled by that and, and started to, to seek out alternatives. Mm-hmm. So a little bit uh, before we started recording, you mentioned how you almost went overnight on the other side of the spectrum for phone and technology usage. Uh, I'd love to hear a little bit more about that and kind of what drove that decision. Yeah. So as I mentioned, I became really troubled by the business models. Uh, number one, around how much we use our technology uh, and you know the impact that 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 has on our our daily lives, uh, but also around privacy. Uh, you know, these so many of the products we use, they're designed to collect as much data about us as possible. Uh, and, you know, it's kind of like seeing some of that data up close, becoming increasingly concerned by it, uh, and really deciding that, you know, I kind of had enough of the, of the existing paradigm and starting to proactively seek out alternatives. Uh, so I have found some alternatives with respect to things like web browser search and, and other products, which I think are better aligned with the values that I have and that I'd like to experience on the internet. Uh, one of the challenges I really had was with phones specifically, uh, because uh, all of the the dumb phones or you know that we have on the market today were were mostly designed ten years ago. They have these old clunky user experiences. I'm sure you remember T9 texting and how arduous that was. So, yes. so that was an area I really felt was lacking and where I had an opportunity to, to improve upon the existing solutions by bringing the modern user experience of a smartphone and combining that with the limited functionality and simplicity of the phones that, that we had 10 years ago. Yeah, so go, going back to um, now, I mean, as uh, from what you're saying, I mean, so you were you, you were kind of disenchanted with what you witnessed working in the in the in the field of technology and product management and so on. You went and tried to find alternatives for yourself. You started yes. with yourself and trying to find yeah. a product that would suit you, and in the process of maybe trying to make that marketable, if I heard you correctly you uh, started to focus on children because you saw, yep. saw how vulnerable they are. Absolutely. That's yeah. Exactly right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so why not, for example, uh, older people, like somebody like my, well, maybe my dad, I'm not sure, yeah. but probably he would, he, I mean, maybe the dumb phone would suffice. Yeah. Certainly it's a secondary market for us where we get, you know, some, of our, our customers and interests. We're primarily focused on, on designing for kids, but I think there's certainly uh, a need within the, the elderly population as well. Um, there's certain features which we, we build that are really useful for kids that, that aren't necessarily useful for other populations, like you know, restricting or the ability to restrict the sending and receiving of, of image files, which is a, big concern for, for parents about sexting. 
um, that's not as much an issue for adults and for uh, the elderly population. Also things like uh, workarounds that like for kids to find ways to circumvent the, the limitations of the, of the device. So, you know, because we're focused on kids and that's the primary market, it's a pretty similar product to one we would build if we were focused on the, on the elderly community. But there's, uh, you know, a couple extra steps we need to take to make sure our products are, are really safe and, and suitable for kids who have, you know, slightly different concerns than, than those of the elderly population. Mm-hmm. I see. Nice. And so how old, what's the age range that you envision for like a user of this phone? So it really depends on the, on the parents and the kids and the, and the family and the situation. Uh, you know, one thing I'd like to say is a lot of parents disagree on when the, the right age to, to get a child a smartphone is that has access to, to everything. Uh, and then one thing that I, I like to say is before you uh, get a child a smartphone that has everything, you might have a need to just get in touch with them or give them some very basic capabilities or a phone with basic capabilities. And, you know, there's an age at which you might want to be able to get in touch with your child. There's an age at which you might want them to have a a full-featured smartphone that has access to everything. And we can disagree about what those ages are. Um, I, as kind of a technology skeptic tend to be more on the later side. Uh, But even if we disagree what those ages are, for most parents and for most kids, those are probably different ages. Um, And we think we have a really good solution for that that interim period uh, where you might have a reason where it makes sense for your child to have a phone, but you don't quite feel ready for them to have access to everything. Yeah, I see. I see. So I'm wondering how much of your product, like do you, or is any of your product education related? Like do you uh, teach or help parents with the actual like usage of this or with technology? Or is it kind of just like this product is here as a tool, like use it as it, as you will? Um, More of the latter. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, certainly you know, we, we try to work with our, our customers and our community to, uh, to give them a sense of, of how to use the product, but then also how to advocate for the use of dumb phones and technology awareness in their community. Because one of the concerns we hear from a lot of parents is, well, I don't want to get my child a smartphone, but I also don't want them to be the only one in the class who doesn't have uh, this technology or isn't on this platform. Uh, so really giving them the tools to not to, uh, you know, to make decisions for other parents, but just to give them educational resources about some of the concerns they have, some of the latest scientific studies that have come out, uh, just so that they can better understand and make better decisions and share that information with, with other parents in their community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so, so the phone, is it out yet? Is it a product? So it, we're, 
we're we have prototypes right now, so we're launching for for pre-order in in a few weeks and planning to ship devices this fall. Oh, oh. very cool. Yeah, and uh, I'm just curious: have there been uh, how have you a how have you dealt with the current situation? I mean, for whomever is listening, yeah. <laughs> in the middle of a coronavirus uh, situation worldwide, and uh, many most of us or many people are at home and accept essentials. So I'm just kind of curious how that's, uh, how you dealt with that, like in your work. Uh, yeah. So, you know, certainly it's, it's been a challenge in, in different ways. Uh, you know, one is uh, in, in preparing for launch, people are, are obviously very consumed with, with, and rightfully so with coronavirus and the, and the current situation. And, you know, we're trying to, to sell a product that people, by the time they get it, will probably be in a different, or at least hopefully be in a very different uh, health situation with respect to the coronavirus. And, you know, one of the things personally, and that, you know, I believe that, and that we believe as a brand and as a company is we're, you know, we're kind of analog in a sense, and we believe in the value of in-person human connection and that we want our phones to enable that rather than detract from it. Uh, but obviously in the situation we're in right now, in-person human connection is, is hard to find. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of the connection we have uh, is, needs to be digital. So you know, how, we, how we facilitate that, how we align our, our messaging to that. And you know, we have a product that we built, uh, obviously, uh, before before this pandemic and uh, trying to, to al align and think about how people can have responsible relationships with technology for them and for their kids in this new reality that, that we're living in, uh, which is not one we had, we had planned for. Yeah, 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 great. Yeah, so how can people find out more about uh, your product? Uh, go to prevomobile.com, P-R-I-V-O mobile, uh, and sign up to our mailing list and, and get all the, the latest info. Nice. Love it. So do you have a tip for us this week, AJ? Or maybe yes. for us or for parents or for kids? Yeah. So my, my tip for, for parents in, in dealing with uh, technology for their kids would be to to start gradual uh, and that technology usage doesn't have to be an all or nothing approach. So I think if you're, if you're thinking about giving your kid a phone or, or any sort of technology, you know, asking the very basic question of why and what you want them to be able to do with that technology and not saying, okay, going from you can't use any screens ever to, okay, here's all the screens you want to, do whatever you want. There's there's lots of middle grounds and and being able to to phase in the use of, of new technology and and just dip your toes in the water. I think that one's great for us adults as well, <laughs> right, Ramiro? Yeah. yeah, right. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you very much. I think uh, uh, anything, any last things you want to say before we wrap up? No, I th I think that's. That's it. Just everyone stay safe and, and stay well and uh, 
you know, hopefully, you know, there'll be a time uh, where we get to the other side of this virus and where we'll want to have more in-person connection and communication. And uh, hopefully we can make up for lost time and, and hopefully our technology can be uh, a useful tool in, in helping to enable that. Yeah, thank you. And uh, no, and thank you so much also for reaching out. I mean, for all of our, our people hearing, uh, AJ reached out to us via uh, a Center for Humane Technology post. And uh, so very happy to, uh, for you to kind of have connected with us and to have you as our very first guest. So thank well, thanks you. for having me. It's a great honor to be the first guest <laughs> on the Phonoholics Anonymous podcast. Yes. yes, thanks so much for having us. And as always, to everyone who's listening, you can reach us at phonoholicsanonymous at gmail.com. Feel free to leave any feedback, any suggestions, uh, a tip if you have one yourselves. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe as well if you would like. Yeah, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>